0: Hey, hey, everybody out in pro wrestling land. Welcome to this week's edition of the Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me at the table, Adam Tollefson. How's it going, bud? I could injure you. I could end your career. Heck, I could even maybe end your life. But that's not that's not what
1: we want. So, Don, I know you brought two copies. Let's just get that out. <laughs> Anything? I saw it. Uh, what was that? <laughs> that was um Don and Kenny Omega. Um, oh yes. Uh what's the word I'm looking for? Comforting Orange Cassidy yes. after his nasty knockout with a power yes. bombs.
0: That was brutal. It <laughs> was so brutal.
1: The first contract he just rips up. Yep,
0: he just tears it. <laughs> no, like he didn't even read it. I know. <laughs> I like the uh Smarmy Kenny Omega like <laughs> I
1: do too I do need Don there um my in-law Don hit me up and said I like Kenny by himself and I'm like mm, I kind of need Don there so. I
0: like Don I like the package yeah I like the package I, I think it's good stuff um I think he's doing a good job people kinda people kind of hate it yeah and I think that's what you're going for right true people are finally starting to hate the young bucks it seems like yeah. So it's like they they've been a heel forever, but have they ever truly been? Because you've created a, a separate brand to the Big Titan Machine, right? All these people, you're automatically like an indie darling. Everybody's going to endear themselves to you, yeah. So you're even though you're trying to play a heel, everybody still fucking loves you. Yeah, you're the cool heel. But now it's it's gone on long enough now. Like what AEW has been in existence about a year and a half. Yes. So it's the, the bloom is off the rose. It's not just a shiny new toy. You can, hate these little bastards. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and why shouldn't you? <laughs> right. They are acting like some fucking shit heels lately. What God damn fancy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, as we sit down to the table to record, it is May 26th, 2021, and on this day in pro wrestling history, 1978. Oh, we got a cameo from my dog. Who's barking to go outside or something. I don't know. We'll get to that in a moment. I thought it was Rick Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 1978, new Japan pro wrestling ran Takamatsu Japan. Uh, the show was co-promoted with the WWF and in the main event, WWF world champion, Bob Backlund and Tony Gurria defeated Antonio Anoki and Osamu Kido, in a best two out of three falls match, um, other WWF talent on the card included Chief Jay Strongbow, Andre the Giant, and Bad News Allen. I like
1: those crossover ones.
0: And I think it was on one of those uh, Japan tours where Bad News and Andre had their problem because they're on a bus going place to place. Ah, so that's kind of like when it would when it would have gone down. You know Makes what I'm sense saying? In the timeline, yeah. 1983, Chavo Guerrero defeats Ultra Seven in a tournament final for the vacant NWA international junior heavyweight title in Tenru, Japan, beginning his third reign. Travel classic. Absolutely. Uh, 1985 in Orlando, Florida, Hercules Hernandez defeats Brian Blair to win the Florida version of the NWA Southern heavyweight title. Every time I mention Brian Blair, I just want you to do an Iron Sheik impression, but it mm, never happens. Wait, wait, Fuck wait. Fuck wait, the wait, B, wait. Brian Blair. <laughs> Fuck him in his ass. They got beef? I he always I don't know. I you know what? It's one of those things where I don't think they actually have legitimate beef. I think whoever's running Iron Sheik's Twitter account gotcha. will just always throw Shit a, on. a fuck beef Brian Blair <laughs> thing. I don't know why but he does. I don't know if there's some story I didn't know about. 1986 WWF ran Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Mecca. Yeah. 10 years later, uh, Adam and I would be there for King of the Ring. Oh yeah. The main event would see Tito Santana defeat WWF Intercontinental Champion Randy Savage. By disqualification. A matador. Ariba, 1987, hacksaw Jim Duggan and the aforementioned Iron Sheik were arrested together on charges of drug possession after they were pulled over by police on the New Jersey Turnpike, Adam's favorite dance, in route to WWF Card in Asbury Park, New Jersey, Oh of Bam Bam Bigelow. How far are we going to go on this paragraph? The two wrestlers who were feuding at the time were pulled over when a trooper saw Duggan drinking a can of beer while driving. Budweiser. Duggan was charged with possession of marijuana and drinking alcohol while driving. The Iron Sheik was charged with possession of cocaine and possession of marijuana. Peruvian Fisco. (laughs) They made it to the show (laughs) and worked the show without telling anybody. Uh, When the office got word of the situation, they fired both guys. They were mainly upset about the fact that kayfabe had been broken with yes. them driving together. Uh, Duggan would return in a few months. Sheik would not return for, till for a few years. Right when I think he came back as the Colonel Mustafa character. Yep, that makes sense. 1995, IWGP World Champion Great Muda pinned Steve Austin with a backbreaker and the moonsault after Austin kicked out of a cover, following a Hurricane Rana off the top rope. That's like High Spot City in 1995. Yeah, man. At a New Japan pro wrestling event in Cork Hall. I tried to look this up. It wasn't on New Japan World. No. It wasn't on YouTube. Uh, I didn't go to the dark web, although I probably should have. But, like, you don't want to see Great Muda versus Steve Austin, 1995?
1: Yeah, that's crazy to me. Why is that not out there somewhere? It's got to be. Yeah, you might have to go to the dark web. The (laughs) only
0: thing I could find was, like, a a WCW match with the two cross paths, but... That's not what I want. No.
1: If you do go to the dark web, give me some uh, some of that Mood Mist. <sighs>
0: what color? Green, man. Oh. Come on. <laughs> you know, they all have a different effect. That's true. I don't know if you're looking to blind somebody, completely debilitate somebody, <laughs> um, paralyze somebody. I don't know. you got to ask what color. 1996, the worst technical disaster in wrestling pay-per-view history took place at the WWF In Your House Beware of Dog event. In Florence, South Carolina, after the opening match of Mark Marrow defeating Hunter Hearst Helmsley, a massive thunderstorm knocked out power to the building. Fans across the country got to watch a blue screen for the next hour or so, with Vince McMahon briefly appearing, thanks to an emergency generator, to explain the situation. And you remember this, they did be, uh, Beware of Dog 2,
1: Yeah. Uh, next night of pay-per-view. They, they, yeah, they had to read... Retape essentially or rebroadcast, I guess, because they couldn't broadcast. Yeah. Right.
0: In the arena itself, the, the live audience got to see it because they did use some emergency lighting and although it probably wasn't ideal, you at least got to see what was going on in the ring. True. But if you bought it on pay per view and you plunked down that hard fourteen ninety five or whatever it was for yeah. in your house back
1: then, you were
0: fucked.
1: I would also argue that maybe the greatest technical difficulty
0: involved uh uh, Just uh, say it, Adam. What's that? What, what are you I, I, trying to tiptoe around the tulips over here, like Tiny Tim? What's going on? You no, know,
1: strapping into something, maybe like a harness. Oh fuck! Maybe that would be the greatest technical difficulty of all time. No, that the was the mechanical
0: difficulty. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Mechanical, technical. Uh, they really chose their words wisely.
1: One, you had to reshoot a pay per view the next night. <laughs> The other.
0: Hmm. You had to bury a Canadian. Right. 2006, WWE releases Orlando Jordan after there was concern over someone he was bringing on the road. I'm not familiar with Orlando Jordan, are you? That name sounds so familiar. Samezies, but I don't really know. I, I looked into him and even seeing him, I was like, I, I don't really know. But the rumors are that it was his 16-year-old boyfriend that he was bringing to shows. Oh, no can't be doing that Orlando yikes 2008 WWE broadcast raw including the announcement of Vince McMahon giving away a million dollars a week live on Raw it was the McMahon million dollar mania and uh, this is when he would get on the phone oh yeah apparently they would he was like star for ratings right yes. so they would put a code word at the beginning of the show <laughs> yes. and then sometime during I don't know how he would get a phone number but during the show live he would call somebody and they, they would have to give out whatever the code word was and it definitely never
1: worked on the first try
0: it only lasted about three weeks and it was done <laughs> like it was it was out of here it was out of here faster than uh adnan Verk. That's, <laughs> that's a fresh Ooh, joke that's fresh yeah. joke 2011 kurt angle claimed a reality show would air in the fall of 2011 following his path to the 2012 olympics i didn't even know he was going for that the show never debuted and angle citing injuries would pull out of his plans to return to the olympics where he won a gold medal in 1996 with a broken freaking neck right um can you believe that he 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 tried tried to go back apparently that was his plan was in 2012 he wanted to to wrestle in the olympics it
1: Well, it does sound like a reality show pitch. For sure.
0: Hear me out. Right. (laughs) All right, we're in. Dixie Carter, hear me out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 2013, WWE signed Samurai Del Sol to a developmental deal. He would be renamed Kalisto and be with the company for eight years before he was fired last month, Adam. Yeah. Birthdays. Hit me. Not a damn soul. I couldn't find a single wrestler born on May 26th. Wow. It was very strange. Very strange. Good God. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. May 26th, 1997. Season 5, episode 21, if you're cocking. Robert's M- Municipal Stadium in Evansville, Indiana. That's where we are for this week's edition of the Retro Raw Review. Uh, during the opening of the show, it's the first time I realized just how many signs are starting to just flood these arenas. Starting to creep in, like there is, you know, because we're always watching him for uh, sign of the times. Yes, shout out to Tom. He hit us up on Messenger and said that he loves the sign of the Times segment. Yes, um, we'll see him at uh, I C W, Milwaukee this weekend. So, um, it's still not like peak signage, but there's a lot of them out there. Right. And the show kicks off like it has most uh, the past few weeks. Stone Cold Steve Austin heading to the ring, followed by Shawn Michaels in a Homer Simpson on the couch t-shirt. I did like that shirt. Did you? (laughs) It was kind of neat. Nowadays, you just see like guys are only out there uh, plugging their own merch right like they wouldn't even wear another wrestlers merch it's just their merch yes let alone a homer simpson on a couch shirt (laughs) i don't know i liked it uh i was like are they really leading off the show with this tag team title match nope nope jr is in the ring to ask if they can coexist to win the titles later tonight they bicker a bit steve says
1: uh look at me i'm the captain
0: <laughs> yeah, sure enough, do. They, uh, for the most part, though, they are kind of on the same ass kicking page. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna kick the Heart Foundation's ass. Right. Somehow. So far. So far. <laughs> the Legion of Doom then hit the ring and ask for a title match if they win, and Sean obliges. Now, why are the Legion of Doom out here even? Well, match number one, it's those Legion of Doom boys versus Jim Knightheart and Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman's first match on Raw.
1: Yes, would you uh, if you had to give them a tag name?
0: Ooh, the loose
1: anvil. Yeah, the loose
0: anvils. That's
1: <laughs> where I'm going. <laughs> that's
0: pretty much that's all you a, can do. That's all I can do. <laughs> I think so. Can't go cannon heart, cannon there. <laughs> Jim cannons. Nope. 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 I think we nailed it on the first try. Yes. Jim Ross. Uh, he gives us some insight onto how Jim the Anvil got his nickname which was kind of a bit of foreshadowing. It was it was because he won the anvil toss at the Calgary Stampede, Adam. That's right. And we know that we are going to be leading up to In Your House Calgary Stampede right after King of the Ring, I think. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a fun time. I love that pay-per-view. That's one of the best. I know you don't usually watch the pay-per-views before our retro Raws, I don't think go I go out of your
1: way. I'm gonna have to because I don't think I've I don't think I've fully seen that, and because I, I don't remember it.
0: It's kind of like when the NWO did their sold out pay per view, right? But good. Just- Yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) It's like there's a heart member in every match, and there's a stipulation tied to all these matches, matches too, but but it's good. (laughs) That's how I can put it. That's a good way to put it. That's how I can put it, man. Um, (laughs) The match itself, this one, very clunky. They did not seem to be on the same page. It breaks down pretty quickly when Owen and Davey hit the ring to attack LOD. But before that happens, there was, like, spots where, like, I think Pillman was supposed to get clotheslined over the rope, but Animal just like cross bodies them into the rope. Yeah, and then I see I see Pillman saying sorry to Hawk after that. Like, oh yeah, we fucked that up or whatever. Yep. It just seemed like they were just off base here. I don't know, but the whole thing was to get this whole thing where you know Heart Foundation hits the ring to attack. This gives the DQ win to Hawk and Animal, but they are being completely pummeled. Stone Cold Steve Austin and HBK hit the ring. They clear out the Hart Foundation. But as Sean is going for a baseball slide on the Rhino, he hits Austin instead. It was an accident, but the two immediately come to blows. How will they team together later tonight? It takes like every official in the building to, to separate the boys. Them up. So they're telling a good story here, though. Like, you've got these odd bedfellows. They don't like each other. Monsoons put them in this match. Common enemy. And you're setting up your main event right right here at the start of the show. And it's not done poorly like they're doing these days on Raw. Yeah. Back from the break, we get a quick look at Paul Bearer backstage, tapping his watch. Time's almost up, dead man. Vince asks if he's worried any harm may come to him. And he says that his bases are covered. His attorney has the secret locked in a safety deposit box. And if anything happens to him, it will be revealed one way or another. By the end of this show, Taker will be back with him, or The Secret will be out. That's such a good move. Such a good move. This
1: isn't the only copy. (laughs) I
0: love that move. I'll release it all. (laughs) I love that move. It's like classic villain 101. Oh, definitely. Perfect. Match number two, D'Lo Brown versus Bob Spark Plug Holly. Bob Holly's coming off that big win last week over Owen. Oh, yeah, and Bama. This is D'Lo's first Raw match, too. We've not seen D'Lo Brown in the ring. I didn't think so, but I wasn't 100% sure. They didn't make note of it on the show, but I'm telling you what. We haven't seen him. Farouk sits in on commentary to keep the whole storyline going about the WWF keeping the black man down. He maintains that he will be the first black WWF champion. He did it in WCW five years prior. Uh, Not one move is called during the match. The whole match is just to have this this back-and-forth with Farouk and Vince McMahon. Jim Ross doesn't call one single move in the match.
1: Are you disappointed if you're D'Lo Brown, or are you happy because you get the win?
0: I think he's fine with it. And D'Lo, like you said, he gets the win with that sit-down powerbomb. I I forget what he calls it. It's not the... uh, Oh, you're right. There's a name for it. Well, there's, he's got like two finishers and that's one of them. There's also another one. I don't know. Next, we get a backstage promo from Jerry Lawler. This thing does not hold up. This is, this holds up about as bad as anything that we've watched. I remembered this one. Since we started this show, man. man. He takes shots at Goldust, whom he's going to face in a first round King of the Ring match tonight. Uh, He takes shots at Goldust, Marlena, Dakota, the Goldust character. I mean, he he has yeah. some F words and not the uh, four letter variety, right? And he says something about Dakota. He's like, "You name that kid Dakota, you should name her Target because everybody had a shot at it." or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, "Oh my god, that's a three year old girl."
1: That's now has he said that before about other people or something or something he, along those
0: same lines? Or did he I'm mean sure to say Marlena. I don't know. I don't know either. But it was it was in poor taste. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Match number three is that one. Goldust versus Jerry the King Lawler in that first round. King of the Ring match. Fun match. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Marlena looking as good as ever out there. Lawler gets tons of cheers here. And Jim Ross has to inform us that Jerry has wrestled for the USWA for the past 20 years. And that Evansville, Indiana is a frequent stop for the USWA, which oh, okay. is why he's... Gotcha. They're, like, covering their bases. Because there were signs, too. There were signs like ECW fears Lawler and stuff like that. Like right. There was a huge Lawler fan base in the crowd, and he's supposed to be a shitty heel here. Just saw my, by that
1: promo. Just ruined my sign of the times, too, but whatever.
0: That was one of them? No. <laughs> I was going to say there was other really good ones. I, <laughs> I hope know. you didn't choose that. Would you bream through this week or what? Yeah, jeez. They they trade pile drivers early in the match. Did you think that was awesome? I love pile drivers. <laughs> I know Lawler gets the pinfall victory with his feet on the ropes
1: after Marlena gives him a good old smack. Yep. for talking smack. Yep. So I guess it's tit for tat, right? That's right. Uh, but he does
0: kind of pay for it. <laughs> I said tit because it was Marlena. <laughs> uh, it was tit for tit. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he does pay for it though. Goldust attacks him on the stage after the match. Does that uh, punches him at the top of the ramp, and then Lawler does that like movie style roll all the way down. Yeah,
1: you got to put a little bit of your. You got to kick up a little yeah, bit to every keep time. rolling. <laughs> yeah. Knew what he was doing,
0: and then Marlena just like steps over him on yeah. her way out. It was nice. Too big cheer. Yeah. Backstage, we see Brian Pillman and the Hart Foundation attacking Steve Austin. Is he going to be able to go later? And they head over to Sean's and attack him, too. <laughs> yes. I love that. Sean- <laughs> Steve's looking for him, looking for the Canadians. And uh, he busts into Sean's locker room. And they're, like, attending to him. He's like, where are you? You didn't have my back. And he's like, <laughs> they just got me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? They attacked me, too. <laughs> Match number four. Flash Funk versus Rocky Villa. This one was weird. The headbangers come down to do some obnoxious commentary. Yeah. And then they just attack both Funk and Rocky in front of the ref, but Tim White just lets it fly.
1: Yeah, there's no... uh... Like,
0: he watched them, like, start beating (laughs) on both of those guys. He lets it fly, and Rock gets the win after Funk gets walloped with a boombox by Mosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he gets cracked (laughs) with
0: with the ghetto blaster. It's so weird. I'll gloss over that one quickly, though. Match five. Vader versus Ahmed Johnson in a first-round King of the Ring match. Now, we saw Ahmed Johnson already advance, so I don't know what's going on here. There's a lot of fuckery in this tournament. Remember, he beat Hunter by DQ to advance. So, Ken Shamrock's out on guest commentary. Vader's coming to the ring. Uh, I noticed that his Tron video shows footage from the Good Morning Kuwait incident. Okay, so they're really they're, they're really leaning into it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny, and and then they did explain it, Adam. Despite having to forfeit last week, which let Hunter back into the tournament. Oh right, his spots on the line. Vader then challenged Ahmed for his, his spot. spot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> was that's like right. well, this is just weird. Also, thought the plug for
1: UFC was a little strange at yeah. this time. I mean, just looking back, you know what I mean? Like,
0: I don't think they'd. I think there was some sort of working deal with that UFC and WWE. With like you get Shamrock, yeah, you get,
1: um, I think Tank Abbott. It's later, but later. it's all promotion, you know. It is, and you don't necessarily get it nowadays. But you kind of did because they throw out the Brock Lesnar thing once in a while. Sure. You know,
0: it's more eyes on your guy. Sure. And it legitimizes your athletes. Yeah. In a a way that that people always talk about WWE being fake, quote. Right. If you have Brock Lesnar as the UFC champion, what more legitimacy is there? Is there? Yeah. Good point. So I I don't know. I think, but at this time, I, I really don't think Vince McMahon would look at UFC as competition. Oh, God, no. If they're not running on the same night, you know. Or even
1: that's different, pal. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially back now, back then. Yeah. You
0: know, so I don't it know. It wasn't
1: the juggernaut. It it was now. There now they have, they have more pay per views than
0: the WWE. UFC. I, f- I feel like they have like three it's, a week. It's. I think they do. It'll be like Tuesday night on ESPN. Yeah. Friday night on FS1. they're all like, yeah. There's,
1: sometimes it's pay per views Showtime. You never know yeah. where to find it. No, I, I don't know. know
0: either. We watch sometimes and it's on, but it, there's a lot. There's a ton. I, I think Johnson looked to have a bad attitude in this one too. He just he comes down to the ring, he's not interacting with any of the fans. He's got this smug look on his face. JR talks about him joining the blood street gang at an early age. A lot age. of
1: gang talk.
0: I know, because we know where this is going. Yes. I just love that I love that they're laying down love right now. Putting down the breadcrumb. Yes. Ahmed Johnson wins it with a spine buster on Big Leon. Back to the Paul Bearer uh hallway or whatever, if you will. He's, uh, it's getting closer and closer to this big reveal, and we've got some audio. Nice.
2: This secret is burning up inside me. I've had it on my conscience for so long now. It's got to come out. In just a few words, Undertaker, I am going to do what no giant can do, what no warrior can do, what no immortal can do. I'm going to bring you to your knees. Time is ticking down, dead man. It won't be long. Oh, yes.
0: How awesome was that? Love that. That's what I wrote down word for word. The little digs. Yeah. At Hogan, Warrior, and. Uh, Giant Gonzalez, I guess, yes, right? Yeah. Because he never
1: faced Andre.
0: <laughs> Paul Bear, big fan of WrestleMania 9. Well, at this point, you know, you're only. You just came off WrestleMania 13. Yeah. Yeah. Nine was only four ago, right? And Undertaker debuted at seven, eight against Snuka, so he hasn't had that. And in ten, he wasn't even on the card because he was he had gotten taken out in the Rumble and ascended to the heavens and all that stuff. So True. Undertaker hadn't had much. You, you just don't understand how little the career of the Undertaker spanned at this point. In oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Seven years. It's a drop in the bucket of a thirty-year career, dude. I would have said, "What no superfly?" <laughs> nah, it doesn't sound good.
1: <laughs> what no su- <laughs> uh, sumo
0: champion? <laughs>
1: nah, it doesn't sound good. No, you got to check the right ones. picked the right ones.
0: Match six: Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Rockabilly. Hunter wins it quickly with a pedigree. We don't even need to get into that unless there's something you want to hit on. Um, no, I'm, I'm over rockabilly, dude. The entire, I think Vince McMahon's over rockabilly. I think rockabilly is over rockabilly. Yeah, I, think so too. I don't even think he likes himself. He looks in the mirror and he hates himself. Kip Sop. <laughs> then the Undertaker, what an awesome name. It's like this gimmick's ass. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs> then the Undertaker is shown backstage again. When asked if he's made a decision, he says that in life, Sometimes you have to make a choice, even if you don't want to. Uh, he says to Paul Bear, "Do what you have to do, and he will do what he has to do." And I was like, "That's not answering the question." No, it's not. He's dancing. He's dancing. He's dancing around it. Sable is out next, modeling an inflatable King of the Ring chair. <laughs> Only fifty nine ninety nine. What in the mid nineties, Adam? I know inflatable furniture was all the rave. Yes. I just it was can't all over the place. Sixty dollars. Oh, that. you don't think I went on eBay to see if there was one <laughs> right now? Is there? No, no. I couldn't find one. Those things have popped, dude. I think it looked awesome <laughs> <laughs> for sixty bucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> I would have got the WrestleMania twelve denim jacket for that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we get part two of the sit down interview with mankind. He talks about hitchhiking to the garden to see the aforementioned Jimmy Superfly. Snuka versus Don Morocco in that cage. I loved it. He's like, cost me every dime I had, but I got a ticket, and it co- it took me sixteen hours to hitchhike there, but I was there. Yeah, was like great stuff. And I, it, you know, obviously they're they're embellishing on things, oh and, sure. they're, and they're making it like twist it a little bit to fit this mankind character, mm-hmm. but. He really did do that.
1: And yeah, you're seeing the footage of, you know, of, you know him jumping off the roof. and him uh, as dude love yeah. and stuff
0: like that. It was like, it was so cool. And I, I love he tells that story. And that story's is real because he's told it several times about Shawn Michaels talking to him while they were going over their, their stuff for the, for the In Your House Mind Games match. And Sean basically said like, you know, when you were coming up, did you picture yourself doing all this crazy stuff? And he's like, no, I pictured myself as you. Right. It's so crazy. It's awesome. Um, They show a lot of that home footage from like 1983. Like you said, jumping off the, 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 the house onto, basically onto two mattresses. And a guy that yep. works at a furniture store, my, such as myself, that has set up t- a couple mattresses and jumped off the top of the <laughs> office onto them, it's not as comfortable as you think of a landing. And I, one time I bounced clear off then onto a concrete floor. <laughs> Like, it was it's tough sledding. When I watched it I never got that that was
1: uh comfortable. No, it's not. Uh, you know. <laughs> it's not. I-, I knew it wasn't
0: tables or something but yeah. i
1: also knew that, that still still not good i'm telling yes. you what i've yes. done it
0: <laughs> then we also we also get to see some training video from dominic dinucci's wrestling school i don't know i think it's very cool next week we get to see cactus jack and i love that they're even talking about cactus jack
1: that's my uh that was my like revelation with everything when they started doing this i'm like i'm surprised they're they're doing yeah this i guess it's you like know, a, a worked shoot and i wonder and i think we talked about it a little bit with how they started doing it with Goldust, maybe because of Goldust's character and and some of the flack. I think Uh, so. And then, well, why not do Mankind? He's got the awesome, he's got a bunch. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah.
0: I love it. It's, It's really good. Main event on the show, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Owen Hart and the British Bulldog for those tag team titles. I love those titles too, by the way. This is Shawn Michaels' first match in over four months since yeah. he lost his smile. That's right. You uh, you wouldn't know it. He looks great in the ring. The crowd I love this match. Yeah, the crowd hot. Very entertaining match. It's so fast paced. Yeah. for this era, it just goes it was just stuff going on. Yeah, and you see that now, especially in like you know some of the junior matches, on uh, New Japan or you know some of the AEW stuff. Right. But in this era, you didn't see. All these spots, and just it just looked amazing. Yep, fluid. Um, the ref is having a hell of a time keeping the legal men in the ring. Plays a factor in the finish, too. HBK, not legal, super kicked the Bulldog, which allowed Austin to get the win. New champs. And new. We should get the drop. Just have uh, oh yeah Howard Finkel do yeah, that every sure. time. That would be fun. That would be really fun. Uh, <laughs> the Hart <laughs> Foundation immediately hit the ring. They beat down Sean Michaels. It looked like Syracuse all over again. Austin <laughs> Austin then grabs one of the belts sees what's happening in the ring, and he's like, you could tell he was kind of pondering whether he's going to go in there and save him or not, but he didn't look too interested in it. But then he looks up and sees Brett sitting all by his lonesome just at the top like, of the ramp. Just like a couple weeks ago, remember? He loved that. <laughs> no trap this time. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a beeline for him, gets the double leg takedown on the ramp. Yeah. Gets in a few good shots before the the rest of the boys see what's going on. They kind of break it up. Backstage, Austin is talking about how, how good it feels to win the tag team titles. And it feels particularly great because he did it all by himself. And <laughs> Sean Sean comes in, he's like, No, we're a team. Yeah. We're a team. <laughs> I don't need you. He's like, Who do you think threw the super kick that knocked the bulldog out? Right. <laughs> I just loved it. They continue to argue. Then the only match or the only matter left to be settled is Paul Bear's secret. Oh yes. So he heads to the ring and says that he has been more than fair with the amount of time that he has allowed, which I agree with, you know. He's given him weeks now. Seven sunsets. Even before that, I swear he was like, next week I'm doing it. And, yeah, then, he, and, he then, was, and then Undertaker pined for more time and got was, it. Yes,
1: he was popping up on the titantron yes. and stuff. Like.
0: So he ha- I agree with him here, you know. Plenty of time. <laughs>
1: if it was if Paul Bearer was... <laughs> I guess if Undertaker is your landlord, if Paul Bearer was your landlord, this is mo- more than enough time to you to, to get the rent in
0: or you got to move out. Or you got to get those caskets out of that funeral parlor. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> or burn so, it down. Yes. So as Paul Bearer starts telling his tale, the Undertaker hits the ring and uh, he says, I hate you with all that I am. I despise you for what you're making me do. Yep. And then he. Grabs Paul Bear in the choke. By the throat. And how good like we talked about that bandage job on Paul Bear. The way they have it this week, like his second chin is like size of his whole head. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like sticking out there. It's so (laughs) gross looking. And and Undertaker's just squeezing him, but then he kind of relinquishes. Yep. And then he drops down to one knee. Same. And, and uh, so, Bra goes off the air. The little, the little copyright the, thing comes up in the corner. Yeah,
1: he does the praise to uh, the former manager, maybe now new manager.
0: So, yeah, once again, he's a servant to Paul Bear. Sign of the times. You got anything? Uh, just a throwback from last week, kind of. So remember
1: last week we saw uh, the classic Calvin pissing, mm-hmm. uh, Stone Cold style
0: on Heart Foundation. I saw a Calvin, a big a big Calvin. <laughs> a big I didn't Calvin. Couldn't tell what he was peeing on. Just
1: pissing on nitro, man.
0: <laughs> 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 I just went, I just cracked me up because I
1: saw one last week and I'm like, yeah, these things were in they like were huge. Yes. You'd see them on cars at the, at the mall kiosk oh, all the time. Yeah. You know, t-shirts. Whatever, NFL or, or baseball team. Or, uh, car brand, yes, Ford, Pisman, yes. Chevy, stuff uh, like that. Yep. Lots of that. That cracked me up. So Calvin. Like, Calvin. From Calvin and Hobbes.
0: Yeah. Innocent um, comic.
1: Now he's just urinating on everything.
0: Now it's R. Kelly and everything. <laughs> I saw one that said, Shawn Michaels can die. Yes. <laughs> I liked that one. <laughs> then this one, it just said, Stone Cold, too old. And I'm thinking... Come on, man. Don't, uh, doesn't have the
1: great, right? I mean, it, it I does See what they're rhyme. going for there?
0: Yeah. But come on, this is, he's not even hit his peak yet.
1: Yeah, this guy's fucking great. This guy's gonna be pissed in like 2001,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, this is just for me, Adam. I saw one that said Matt316. Did you see that one? No, oh, nice. Oh, baby. I would have wrote that one it down. Was, it was pretty good. So yeah, that was a good raw they are going to get better and better from this point on. It's just been we were on a we were on a decline, then we were on a kind of a slow steady incline and now I think that incline is starting to get the the grade is getting steeper Adam. It is. It's going to be really fun here in a few months. I on know the, it. On the way. So, what's in store next week? It's the go home to the King of the Ring. I don't know what it's all going to happen, but we will get into it next week right here on the Retro Raw Review. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Pro Wrestling Tees has another limited edition micro brawler up for pre-order. We didn't really talk. Remember last week, we they had teased a new jack item. Right. right? Ended up being a micro brawler. Yes. And I think it was a very, very class act what they did. It was limited in time. It was a 72-hour window, but no limit on how many you could sell. No limit. Um, Because it was a charitable thing. Right. They took a little bit of flack with that first Owen Hart one because you were giving the money to the Owen Hart Foundation, but there was only 250 made. Right. And they're like, you could have made a lot more money for said Hart Foundation. Oh, is that why they're doing... Yes. So the micro brawler that's up for pre-order right now, released today, it is Owen Hart from his Japanese tour days. So blue attire with like white lightning bolts and a headband looks okay, but it's not like an Owen Hart that I know and love. Me neither. Um, and I was going to ask that. Who did he, I don't know. I was going to pass hundred percent that the other thing. So it's available. Let's just get this through. It's available from today, the twenty sixth of May, through the thirty first for twenty four ninety nine. However, Pro Wrestling Tees has a Memorial Day sale going on during that same time, so use code Memorial to save twenty percent, knocks it down to twenty dollars even. Mm. And like I said, I was like, I don't need this Owen Hart. Like I right, but that was my next
1: question was, okay, who did he? Is this like him just going over with from um, Stampede? Or I something? I believe so. Interesting, you know he probably. I think he wrestled like Liger and probably Benoit. That's what I was like thinking. So like, we get some Pegasus versus. Did I, he just keep Owen Hart, or did he have a cool name too? I think he probably. I don't know. To <laughs> be know, honest with you, I have to look now into I'm that. I'm kind of intrigued about this Japan run, but <laughs> yes, me too. And we should look into that because you yeah. know it's good. Right. It's got to be good. Right.
0: But Adam, I am the Wayne Gretzky of Owen Hart micro brawler collecting. I have them all. It's true. I can't not have this one.
1: Well, I do we just do it, and then we can share shipping.
0: <laughs> All right. Sounds
1: good. 20% <laughs> off. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It go, and it goes to the... It goes to
0: Oge. There we go. <laughs> but, no, it's like From if I Doge didn't... to Oge. If I didn't already have, you know, the rare one, and then I got the Chase one in the crate and the regular one in the crate, I I wouldn't get this one. Did you get a crate this week? Yeah, I did. We'll get into it. <laughs> No, I didn't. Spoiler I didn't get a chase. Didn't it? No, I didn't. Okay. I did not. <laughs> oh, another wave of WWE Funko Pops has been announced. We're getting an updated Oscar. Uh, Roman Reigns, Head of the Table Edition. Acknowledged. That's at him. Amazon. That's only at Amazon. Xavier Woods, only at Target. Um, the Rock, only at Entertainment Earth. And then Rey Mysterio... Which is a new update of Rey Mysterio. He's had a few in the past. One of his like 7 Eleven exclusives or something goes Mm -hmm. for hundreds. Really? It was super rare. uh, A couple more though, making their debut to the line Jerry the King Lawler in like the 1993 blue gear. Blue and the white, yeah. With the crown. That's fine. And the Street Profits. There we go. I like that. Fam. AEW. They're going to be shaking up their TV schedule. Tony Khan announced a second show called Rampage. Mm-hmm. That's going to debut on August 13th on TNT, which is a Friday. It's going to be going, you would think it's going have to have a SmackDown, but it's not. It's a 10 p.m. start. Oh, it's really? only an hour. Interesting. So I think what had happened was TNT or Turner Networks or whatever got into a bidding war and didn't think that they were going to win it, but they did the rights to the NHL. Oh, no so shit. So now not only do they have a bunch of NBA shit, really? now they have the NHL shit. Good so then them. they came to Tony Khan and wanted to move AEW, and he said, well, we have a contract. I have this time slot. What are you going to do for me? Yeah. And they basically said, well, if you move over to TBS, okay, we'll give you a second show.
1: Uh-huh. So, Interesting.
0: so the way it's gonna work is uh this this none of this goes into effect. The the uh August thirteenth debut of Rampage is gonna be on TNT. Then in twenty
1: twenty two, both to shows TBS. are gonna go to TBS. Oh, both
0: okay one will Dynamite will be in its normal Wednesday night slot, mm-hmm. which like they're getting bounced around now because the NBA playoffs are going on right. Friday is this week's dynamite. Yep. Um so they're not gonna have to deal with that shit anymore. That's cool. So, they're going to have their slot on Wednesday, and then they're going to have a Friday show at 10 p.m., which might be 9 our time. But either way, it's after SmackDown.
1: I like that, and I like that it's only an hour. I do too. I don't
0: want them to, I don't
1: want it to turn into a thunder.
0: (laughs) But I tell you what, they better pull up something more than they're doing on AEW Dark. Because have you ever read the results to that show? I'm not even going to ask if you've watched it, because I'm sure you haven't. You maybe picked and choose. When it first
1: started, I, I used to throw it on when I was running. Is winter and winner yeah. and stuff, and I, I would watch some
0: of it. But, yeah, there's like 50 matches. And they're almost all people you've never heard. It's one guy yeah. versus a person you've never heard of. Right. Very true. Very so, true. it's I mean, it's tough. What else? AEW, again, all set to deliver double or nothing this Sunday on Bleacher Report Live, or BR Sports, whatever their app's called. Right. They have also said that they're going to do a Fan Fest tied to the event that's going to take place on Saturday. Jazzwares Jeremy Padauer has teased some fig reveals for that. Nice. So who are you hoping to see in the in the new line? I guess it would be probably Series Seven, or is it going to finally be Series One of the? Remember they said they're going to have a secondary. Was it unrivaled and like unleashed or something? But
1: oh yeah, that but either way that wasn't the one the the one B stuff. That was just
0: corrections.
1: Kinda? Yeah, that was okay. all corrections. Uh, Britt Baker, I
0: think that's a given. We're going to see Britt Baker.
1: I would like to see. It's probably too new, but uh,
0: Abaddon. Ooh, that would be cool. That'd be a cool figure, right? But come on. Is Abaddon going to get a... F- I want to know it's what Thunder too, Rosa's she's... deal is. Like, yeah. come on. But I she that, contracted? Another, I don't know. That's another cool one, too. That would be an amazing figure. I want to see Brody Lee for sure. Oh, yeah. How can they not do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Start with that. And I want Colt Cabana, god damn it. Yeah, I want Colt. And um, then, and you know there's going to be some repaints. There's, there always is. Butcher and the Blade and Bunny would be fun. Fuck yeah, that would be way cool. I wouldn't be surprised if the other best friends get announced. Oh yeah, best friends. Chris Statland, Chris Statlander, Statlander. I, I, Abaddon is way too obscure to be honest with you. Like I know it's just a cool look. It was a, it's a very <laughs> cool look. But I don't even know if she's with a goddamn company to be honest with you. Uh yeah, I think she's on dark. Yeah, <laughs> she can stay there. Oh, <laughs> WWE and Adnan Verk have mutually agreed to part ways. He made his debut in the commentary booth five weeks ago. I think it was the Raw after WrestleMania. I think you're right. And uh, so that I think that challenges Rob Bartlett for his shortest run. Ever in the booth? <laughs> That's going back to '93, dude. <laughs> I love that my material is popping you good today.
1: Um, yeah. And what's funny is I was listening Monday night because I watched Raw, and I was like, "Here, fucking it's just dude. not good." <laughs> like, there's a couple of
0: times where I'm like. Ah, uh, he's just not. He's a sports well. guy. Yeah. He's done baseball. He's done you know ESPN things Some of that nature. Aren't meant for this world. Well, man. it's gotta suck when there's a seventy five year old man screaming in your ear when you're trying to do your goddamn job. Facts. I don't think that helps anybody. No. <laughs> it takes a certain type
1: of sadist It does. It does.
0: <laughs> His name's Corey Graves. Yes, the fucking savior of <laughs> misbehavior. Michael Clause. loves that yeah. shit. <laughs> Those are the same guys like to get their nuts stepped on. I'm I'm sure of it. I assume. So, allegedly. Alleged- as long as we say allegedly, nobody can allegedly. cancel us. Any new arrivals other than the crate? Yeah. Uh, it must be retro cane. <laughs> I love that cane. That's did, a good one. Dude, I was very happy it's with It's pretty that. much like debut cane. Yeah. You know, and the mask is cool. It doesn't come off, but it almost looks like it would. Yes. It's a great figure, and his eyes—one of them is cu- the the blue color, yes. and the other one's not. Just a great retro figure. I'm, I'm getting there in my retros. I love Maybe
1: it. I'll have like probably three for next week for uh, nice. not not retros, but three you know Things coming. I-
0: additions. Yeah. So let's go through this crate though that came. Loose Cannon Brian Pillman shirt. Great, awesome shirt. Love
1: it. Even though it's black, whatever.
0: Yeah, Jake the Snake shirt.
1: That's fine. It looks like the it looks like the hot rod one. You know what I mean? Almost, uh, but at least. But
0: Jake never wore this. Like, how I would... Yeah. Harabu, yeah. yeah. Eh. Meh. 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 Um, Alita Headlock comic book. I I, of, I'm never big on those comics. I was really hoping to have Alita micro brawler. The comics, they I think, more... are actually pretty decent if you actually sat down and read them, but I've, really? never, I've never read one. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. I hear people saying good things about them. Yeah? Yeah. I
1: yeah. they give it a shit.
0: The Iron Sheik got the micro brawler. I'm cool with that. It's very similar to his LJN figure. Yes, it is. And the the chase wasn't too much different. I think somebody sent me a picture of it. And I want to say it had like yellow boots, something like that. So, okay, I don't know. But no, I got two crates and zero chases. Okay, so it is what it is. A dark order mask. I do like the dark. Kinda order Kind of neat. Kind of neat. IRS lapel pin. Love it. Did you get a chase pin? Now would it say it on the little? I believe it would. Then no, I didn't either. I did not either. We got a pro wrestling tease championship belt sticker pretty cool neat and uh heath slater oh baby autographed eight by ten which is pretty good he's a he's a good time and the month this month's charity all went to uh, Steve Mongo McMichael's ALS Care. So oh, I didn't very even nice. read that part. Yeah, sometimes it's stuff like that. Sometimes it's just like, hey, fucking Ian Rotten got his window broken out. We need to fi- we need to <laughs> fix it. It's like it's it's such a a chasm in the causes, very but true. whatever. It's a cause. A guy could be dead or he could need a hip or <laughs> something. Uh, I'm waiting for it to be like. Uh, I don't want to throw a wrestler in the bus. Insert wrestler here needs his fucking heroin fix or something. You know? <laughs> I mean his withdrawals are bad. Yeah. Mark Henry next month. We're gonna get Mark Henry, Roddy Piper, Jay White, Danhausen, Bully Ray, Medusa, and a Fourth of July themed DVD. Which one of those would you like to see be the brawler? Uh
1: we already got a Danhausen,
0: right? We've already got a Danhausen, we've right? already got a Jay White. We've already got a Piper, although they're super hard to find. So that leads me to be think that it's probably going to be a Mark Henry Brawler. Yeah, I could see that. Which I would be totally cool with. Yeah, I'm good with that. Bully Ray possibility too. Medusa, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see what they do with the Medusa item. I kind of think the Medusa item will be like the, the 8x10 or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Let's see what else did I get. Oh, Brawler number six showed up from the Macho Man series. Yes, In the classic pink trunks. I do. I got that too. You did? Yep. I got four of them. (laughs) (laughs) Four of of them showed up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so... I I keep wanting to get like as many Macho Man Mattels as I can. Okay. And I keep putting it out there and like nobody's hitting me yeah, up. Yeah,
1: I see you there once in a while there. It never I, I see, never get it. I never see the um I throw my worm the out result. there. It's never
0: wiggling, dude. No, what no the the hell? I don't know. Guys? So I started going to eBay. That's what you gotta do apparently. Uh, but like the elites that I don't have. Are starting to be the ones that are really expensive, like the ringside exclusive Macho King or the ringside exclusive NWO Macho Madness one. We're talking $250, $500 and stuff like that. That's not fun. I'm not gonna do that. I just can't. Um, But I did get a basic Series 93 Macho Man. I think I paid all, you know, shipped probably under 20 bucks. I like it. So whatever. But I'm I'm starting to have to dabble into the basics for these. And I've told myself I'm only doing Savage. Yeah I might do razor You will If there's You know They don't have a lot of basic razors So right now I don't really have to worry too much about it So I don't know But I I just I just want my macho man army To grow strong
1: Grow strong
0: Brother Oh it was 10 years ago What yesterday The day before We lost the old macho man Yep Sad sad day It's now time for What You watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. We didn't even get into uh, one of those TNA mystery bags this week. We didn't need to. We'll, we'll save <laughs> it for we'll an off for week. This. Oh, same, same guy, uh, Tom. Said, "Hey, if nobody hits you up for that American Wolves hat, I'll take it." And I'm fucking like, "Hey, Tom's hey. in. We'll bring it to you Saturday." Yeah, That's what I said. Yeah. We'll see ya. <laughs> uh, what you watching, Adam? I was unable to watch the Warrior biography. Oh, don't you know how I didn't watch Macho Man? Yeah. Don't watch the yeah. Warrior one. It's a fucking fluff piece. Is that they? Dude, they make they paint him with the the most sparkly colored paintbrush Mm. that they possibly could have. And I don't know if it's because dark side of the ring is doing a warrior one this week too. Yes. I I anticipate that to be like the complete opposite. Yeah. Not without reason, you know, I know. And it was like, so, so, so strange to me with this, this warrior thing. Like (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like nobody had a bad thing to say about him really. And they touched ever so briefly on like, when he was doing that college campus tour and he he was talking bad about gays and stuff like that I and they know about that. Yeah, and they and they started to turn on him. And they're like yelling like these guys in these lecture halls, they're like, you better apologize and all Whoa. that. And he's like basically, you know, the same old, you know, God hates gays kind of thing that you Jesus. hear time and time again from that old guard, mm-hmm. if you will. Um sure. That old but rhetoric. they kinda got into that. That was about his. You know, and and they just basically touched on that, but they showed a lot of cool footage with uh, with him and Sting as the Blade Runners. Okay, there was some neat footage there. There was, um, I don't, I don't know. There was, like I said, the, the guys that they had on there, like Hogan. Hogan has nothing but nice things to say about him now. Right, you know, even now though they did that going. hit piece on WWE. On that, remember they did that DVD, the, the self destruction. Yeah, yeah. Self- I bought that. I bought that on eBay like two nights. Okay, I'm watching I've the. Never war- seen it. Me neither. All it's right. out of print. You're not going to find it anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, I got angry, a little bit angry, while I'm watching this this warrior biography. And shouldn't it's, be it's able like, to pick and choose. You it's know like what I mean? One o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, God, they're just they're just doing nothing but just churching this guy up so much. And I was like, and and Hogan's like, I'm really sorry about what happened with that DVD, brother, and this and that. And so I'm like, I gotta get this DVD. And I'd had a couple. It was one in the morning. Yeah, I'm, fucking, I'm ordering I'm, it. I think it was like I got a good deal on it. I swear it was like the warrior music hits, and you're just
1: running your phone, and you're just ordering it. I love it. Um. Well, good. I'm. And what was weird is like I told you I think I told you last week I'm like you can just go to Hulu and go to A and E I did this week and I'm like uh it's not it's not it's not on there yet oh it's upcoming yeah I'm like oh, okay maybe it's got to be like out for 24 hours every day I've checked you can the Shawn Michaels the Booker T the Stone Cold all of them you could. This one's still
0: so upcoming, so interesting because that's how I watched it. <laughs> I did you your just method, it? yeah. I just clicked it. That's weird. I don't know. I did go back and watch the Sean one, and I loved it. it I was think that good. was maybe my favorite one so far. They did such a good job of telling the good and the bad, and yes. that's what I want. And I the, want and the and truth. Yeah, a good note, Newt. Yeah, I mean he's doing great things now in NXT yeah. and stuff I loved but, dude, him they like didn't...
1: watching NXT with like Hunter and stuff. Like, oh, did you see that? That's great. I, I thought it.
0: I thought that was really good. Or when he was in the in the ring, uh, planning out the six man ladder match with yes. like Gargano and Bronson and Reed then he's and stuff up like and that. Sure
1: up on the ladder. And By stuff. the way,
0: I wanted to touch on the Bronson Reed thing. We both said like, hey, I don't know if I'm Bronson Reed guy. Mm-hmm. Still don't know if I am. I do love that on those takeovers he wears tribute gear a lot. Like when he won the title, he was. I know it wasn't a takeover. He was wearing like an earthquake looking gear. Oh, I didn't even notice. And in that six man ladder match he was wearing straight up bam bam bigelow gear. No shit. Sure. I loved
1: it. I might uh, I think I did notice a bam bam. Moment. You had to. Uh, that do, one stuck yes, out like a sore yes. thumb. That was bam bam. I like that.
0: Dude, they they I just I really enjoyed that Shawn Michaels one. They, you know, they got Marty Janetti, and, and they're oh talking boy. about you know the cocaine, and and Sean himself wasn't shying away no. from anything. He's like, no, you know, everything. we would get paid fifteen hundred dollars, yep. and you had the option of taking half of it in cash and half of it in blow, and I did that nine times out of time. Yep. I was like, dude,
1: he's like, when the yayo's <laughs> kicking in, and it's four in the morning, but, but I'm like, look at Sean go. You
0: know, Sean <laughs> was a party animal. He, yes, he was. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, well, maybe I'll pass on the warrior. Right? I would. I, like I said, I never went back and watched that Macho Man one because I heard such poor things about it. And this, and there's a, there's enough good old footage and stuff where it, where I still watched it. Yeah. But I just the whole time I'm just like, this is such. This is not. There was one awesome part though, okay. where they show like B-roll footage. Apparently, Warrior snubbed some guy's kid in an airport. Okay. Which I, is commonplace now. Yes. Like you don't, it's like well known that you don't fucking ask, talk to a wrestler in an airport. You just don't. Right. But do you know where I'm going with this? You heard about this? I heard about this. Okay. Well, so basically he, <laughs> I don't even know what he said. He told the guy to like fuck off or piss off to this kid. Turns out the, the, the kid's dad was like some higher up somewhere that contacted Vince McMahon Yes. so it gets to Vince, and Vince wants Warrior in full gimmick to make an apology video. Oh, to I didn't the know it was full gimmick and stuff. Oh, dude, no he's shit. and they're like and. And he's having a hell of a time. He's like, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this. And then, and Vince is like, you got it. God damn it. You got to do this. And he's like. You can hear Vince and shit? Yes. Oh. You can hear Vince. And Warrior's like trying to do it. And he's like fucking up. So he stops. And he's like, why why am I doing this? Or whatever. And Vince is like, it's a fucking work. Get the fucking. Get, you know, basically, just get the tape done so we can get, get past
1: this. Now you're selling it. No, I want I it It's the only part I really part loved.
0: <laughs> I really <Yeah>.
1: loved that. <laughs> Um, how about the recommended match of the day? Oh from dude.
0: Deathmatch Jake. That was something else, man. What do you think? Uh I'm
1: a Dr. Wagner Jr. fan though. You are? Yeah. For this match? Yes. Um I should have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Um there was some uh, Koji, I can't I can't pronounce
0: the last. Koji name. Kanemoto. Yes. Uh Well, you know what? It was the best of the Super Juniors, 98. 98, Yep. It's all in my notes. I just. You didn't get to her. It's okay. You know, it is what it is. I'm not going to. It's a kick-ass match, dude. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to promise that I'm going to go back to watch. There's just so much shit. And like, truth be told, our other podcast, we all made a fucking blood pact. We cut our palms and everything that we were going to watch something else. Yes. And I had to watch that. Yes. And there's like wrestling on every night and like retro raws. And then you I'll get you to watch it. <laughs> well, you're th- going to be over here. You're going to be over here I'll, Sunday I'll for double or lot, nothing. Yes. I'll, How I'll, long is the match? What do I got to carve out for these?
1: Um, that's always a send off to me. Like I need Japan. I'm like 29 minutes. And then, but if you cut out <laughs> the before the, and after, yeah. I don't know. You're probably looking at 17 minutes. Really? 15, you know, know, it's, it's doable.
0: I'm making this, I'm making excuses. I should, I should have watched it. I'm a doctor. It's really good. I think part of my issue is, you know, I spend, I, I basically spend like a good part of like two days, you know, not days, but like when I come home from work, usually like Monday and Tuesday. I am doing all this pod stuff. Like right. I, I am doing a lot of prep work. And then Wednesday we actually do the show. So then Thursday it's like, oh, I can, f- I don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then before you know it, the weekend's done. Oh yeah. And, and it's like, bam, now I got another stuff that I have to do. And right. I don't know. It's just, it's all good. That's don't me making, hey, don't apologize, son. Well, I often say too, like, watch what you want. I just didn't feel like watching it. <laughs> Time is a thing. It doesn't. It's okay. Let's get into his recommendation for this week, and then we'll uh, continue. Oh, on. so our- you can ignore it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not sorry. I just didn't get to it. People it's, need to do a lot of apologizing. That's
1: anyway. life.
2: <laughs> hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dorkside of the Ring Podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. and this is your match recommendation for the day. Hey everybody, back again with another match recommendation and this week we've got quite the banger. In what many consider to be one of the greatest tag team matches of all time we've got the Can-Am Express of Dan Krafat and Doug Furnas versus Kenta Kabashi and Tsuyoshi Kikuchi. May twenty fifth of nineteen ninety two, this match is absolutely awesome. It, the The crowd is really what makes the match. Not that the match is bad, but the crowd just loves Kikuchi. He's a hometown favorite. They absolutely just erupt for everything he does. And Kibashi as well. Kibashi and well, Kanem Express is one of those kind of.
1: Oh, it. you didn't do the screen thing. You not <laughs> learned? <laughs> I didn't tap it. I even learned.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: And Kibashi as well, Kibashi, and, well, Canem Express is one of those kind of underrated tag teams you don't hear a lot about because, well, they were compared to the Steiners, and, well, they never really got their due. So I can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this match, and, well, check me out on Instagram at Puridad.
0: This By can- the way, that was the worst technical difficulty since In Your House, Beware of Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, just once, Jake. Can you just be like, I want you guys to watch uh, the Quebecers versus the Steiner Brothers from Monday Night Raw, 1993. No. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Is the Can-Am Express
1: uh, 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 what,
0: what, what? Philip LaFon and Doug yes. Furness? It's one of them, but I don't think it was the other one. Oh, what do you say? I, it, it probably is those. It guys. was all
1: French and Japanese. <laughs> it's, yeah, and I just went. Uh, I think I heard one thing. Get out of here, I American. Think I stubbed my kibashi once. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of get out of here, you American. Did you watch the Dark Side of the Ring? The Korean. Uh, I did. What do you think? Is, I thought it was fine. Um, I'm in the same boat as you with that. I got. I got kind of tired of S- Scott Norton going, and I'm going. What the F? <laughs> He said that 19 I times know, but I to like, be fair there was a few times where he was like i mean yes i
0: there was no real good story here they were right? going to kill him i know well if one of them would have got killed it would have been a better story the Scorpios, uh, uh, scorpio you- scorpio <laughs> came off like a fucking asshole yes do you think he was churching it up for the cameras? Hundred percent. Yeah, but I love that Scott Norton stuck up for for Hawk, and he's like, eh, if Hawk was in his right mind, he would have. F- there's no fucking Done. way.
1: What killed him? What fuck
0: killed him? But I I can't believe that Scorpio couldn't like get his shit together for for three days. Enough to just just to be like to be professional. Yeah, because if guys are like. Freaking the fuck out on you because a pool ball went off the table. Right. Like, what are they going to do if you start brawling? Like, come on, dude. And Bischoff's like, I went for a run in the morning like almost caused a yeah. They're like crisis like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> like, was scared to death of him and stuff. And it's just, it's just another way of the world. I love that they actually did. Did they get Antonio Inoki or was this have, like older footage no, of him I'm, just talking about that,
1: it? That's new. I'm pretty sure. Wow,
0: that's awesome. Uh, the fact that they got Antonio Noki was pretty awesome. And I say what you will about Scott Norton, I, he kind of made that doc for me. I don't know why. I, I just agree. enjoyed his. I just, um, and, and you're probably setting your way, you know, and he's probably like, can I swear? Well,
1: you can, but you'd rather not. So he's probably. It, it, I do the same thing. I say, you know, absolutely. I say a bunch of shit yeah. a million times. Everybody's got over. their things that they say. And I'm sure that's just a part of it. Um. And honestly, that's probably what he was thinking.
0: And just going, I'm thinking, what the f? Yeah, yes, I know, I, I get you. Yeah. How about when he was talking to his wife, like he couldn't get a hold of her for like two days, and then he's like, "Babe, I'm stuck. You don't understand. It's this place is a shithole." And all of a sudden, they click. Yes. They cut the phone line. Yes. It's and then they terrifying. bring him to a room, and he's like, "There's guys with guns. One guy pointed one at him. Yeah. Like."
1: He's like, I'm gonna die. I apologize. My wife, she doesn't know what's going on. I was just trying to tell her, and that, that they she- took all their passports
0: when they got there. That they had is to fly from to Tokyo to. They flew from Tokyo. I'm assuming because Anoki ran it, so it's like the WCW guys. Which Bischoff said that he didn't even tell the upper brass that he was taking WCW talent there. Really? Oh yeah, he's, he's like, I didn't tell my bosses, we just went. I was like, What? What the fuck are you thinking? And Muhammad Ali was on there. Yeah. And Scott Norton's like, when I saw Muhammad Ali shadow boxing at this statue, fucking made my whole made yeah. the whole trip worth it. Was it worth I was like it.
1: what? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. Like that's pretty it's, epic. Yeah, I know, but Your life? I, no, I don't <laughs> come on, man. I know not to... um yeah i i'm not uh,
0: it's you know, traveling it's, abroad freaks me out it freaks me out too but um what freaks me out even more is the fact that it's still like that over there
1: oh yeah isn't that insane probably tenfold you know who knows
0: we don't know no yeah they have complete control over every th- Bit of uh, you know entertainment mm. and stuff that that their people consume. That was the other thing. They performed in front of 190,000 people because they had to be there. Yeah, nobody knew what the
1: shit was. They're like they didn't know how to react. They, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was mandatory. So you
0: can't be like, oh, I sold out the fucking North Korea Dome or whatever <laughs> it's called. And Eric Bishop is selling
1: shit. He kind of does it like there's oh, like
0: oh he does. Well, it's mandatory, but I still beat it. Yeah, and it's like you're it's a dick. more than like Vince McMahon's yeah. done. It's like fuck you. Well, Vince like, McMahon would you. never put his fucking ass there. Now they'll go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Are you <laughs> kidding it. me? I knew it. Yeah. Um, What else? Dynamite this week. Uh, I did like Dynamite. I don't um. remember much of it. Christian Cage, Matt Seidel kicked it off. That was fun. I didn't care too much for the Griff Garrison uh, varsity blondes, if you will, versus Young Bucks at the end. Who's the girl? Oh, is her name like Abby or something like that? I don't sure. know. Also, Cage and Page and Christian Cage and Brian Cage. Like I was, can we like, bring that up for one second? Yeah, you know how Vince McMahon will be like, "Ah, oh, we already got a Johnson or whatever." You know, right? It's like, how come? He, I mean, I, now I see why he does it. You have yes, you have Christian Cage, you have Brian Cage, <laughs> you have Orange Cassidy, Isaiah Cassidy, yes, Hangman Adam Page. I swear, there's another Page. Adam, help me out. There's Christian K. Kay- oh, Page. Yeah. Um, there is another Page. There is right. Uh, there's uh, four- Ethan. All you, Ethan Page. Yeah. <laughs> there's four Statlanders. I counted. No. no, but come on, man. You can't have all these guys with the same fucking name. I made a note of
1: that. I was like, it's confusing to write with all the ages. It <laughs> is. <laughs> um, Moxon Kingston was fun. I liked the. I actually liked the acclaimed rap this week.
0: Oh, you liked it because he took a shot at Renee Paquette.
1: I, I Before that even I like the Paradigm Shift Valentine's Gift Max Caster's pretty good And King Dresses Like 2004 Or a pack of New Porps Or, or something yes. like that, yeah. that And I was like Oh that does That does make sense And then he No actually I didn't like the oral sessions Cause I was like Well now you're dead that's
0: what I wrote <laughs> And They're he even like you. brought his hand down to his hat or his oh, he yeah. The, yeah he did that he Did the And then he goes what she wants me on her podcast yes. or whatever. It was kind of funny um,
1: Yeah I thought it was pretty good uh, Dude I don't know Do how... you like them
0: better or worse than Hit Row mm. Mm. I kind of liked Hit Row this week on I, I did too They're repeating some lines Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: I, this was Acclaim's only time I was like that was pretty good and yeah. I kinda like the whole idea of the entourage. I do too. So and I like Swerve. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Hit Row this week. And for now. Also, um I don't think Sting should be wrestling.
0: What did he do? Oh, he got the shit beat on him twice by Ethan Page, well, right? Well he did a Stinger splash too, Oh no, Mike. that was a tag mm-hmm. match against Scorpio, right, this week? Scorpio and Page this I week? I think it was like It was the week before that they took they attacked Sting twice. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
1: no, sting. Yeah, Sting and Darby attack. Yes. Um, and then yeah, they had they had Scorpio Sky in the in the Scorpion Deathlock. I don't know, dude. I don't know if they should be making him wrestle as much as they should. <laughs> That's
0: all I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying.
1: I, I agree with you. Also, uh, I liked at the end that Frankie's coming for the elite. He's all, Frankie
0: Monet. Nope. <laughs> the rock and roll <laughs> rebel, Matt. Okay, he's all
1: pissed <laughs> off.
0: Well, speaking of Frankie Monet. She yep. made her uh, in-ring debut. Yes, she did. And uh, what else? <laughs> Have you not seen
1: her in a while? <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. What I said to you was private. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, not a ton else going on NXT. I mean, you can say it if you. Want. I don't. Care. Were you bummed out about the million-dollar man thing? <laughs> yes, I totally was because I was like, I had heard that Teddy Biasi was possibly. Gonna bring the million dollar belt back, which I still I may happen. Yeah, dirt sheet shit, right? Dirt um, sheet shit. But he really shit on Cameron Grimes, and I am not <laughs> broke my damn heart. <laughs> Let me talk to you. He's yeah. the guy. We got L.A. Knight. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did want to hit on N.W.A. Power, unless there's something else you want to talk about on no, NXT. Uh, I was actually curious who won that battle royal. Same guy I said was gonna win that battle royal. Which was Trevor Murdoch. There we go. That's Yeah, but man. come on, he's not beating Nick Aldis for the ten pounds of gold, dude. Not with that gut. I hope not. That was I don't I like Trevor Murdoch. I do, too. He's just not He's not your champion. He's not he's, our NWA he's champion. He's a B plus player, dude. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um Oh Thunder and Camille? Yep, for the number one contender, twenty minute time limit draw. And it went to the draw? Yeah. God damn it. Thunder Rosa, I thought I thought Camille tapped. Thunder Rosa had her in like a rings of Saturn thing. There was nowhere she was going. Okay, and the bell rang, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I just didn't I, like I saw Thunder Rosa winning that match. I thought it was going to be you know a really a, a good match and a roll up kind of thing. You know what I mean? You you wouldn't think Camille would submit, you know? Which, right. Which is why I was like, "Holy shit!" She submitted, and then the refs like, "Nope," it went to a time limit draw. Is it gonna be a triangle match now? I believe it is. They haven't, I don't think they've said. Maybe they said. I That's don't know. gotta be coming up soon. Uh, June 6th. Okay. So this was actually the go home because they're gonna do another one of those power surge, kind of like best of the last few weeks or whatever. Yeah. Next week. So June 6th, yeah, when the shadows fall or whatever. Trevor Murdoch, like I said, won that battle royal. What else is going on? Oh, Pope. there's Pope. Well, Pope pulled Tyrus out of the ring to eliminate him. For, from the battle royal, they've been beefing, but Tyrus has already had a crack at that that TV, uh, TV title, so I don't know where they're going with that. But hmm. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think the next. I'm I'm more excited for this next set of tapings. I think this one was kind of off and on stop and go just you know you could tell it was like they're still kind of in pandemic mode like they they taped what eight weeks of television you know think think of how much the world has changed as far as the mask mandate and stuff eight weeks ago right it's been a lot so i don't know i'm looking forward to this pay-per-view i'll definitely watch it and i'm I'm hoping you know they usually run two or three days worth of tapings after that to set up the next bit and i think the next bit's going to be better than this last bit because it's kind of it's been eh. Yeah, I mean I'm glad to support it, but it just hasn't been the greatest to okay. be to be hundred percent. They'll get it back. They they should. Anything else did you watch? I uh SmackDown I heard had a really good fatal four way. Fatal four way was legit. I didn't catch it. Aleister Black showed back up and he kinda took out Big E, so I that's... think you're burying the lead. Oh, sorry. Uh Rick Bugenhagen, I heard, made his uh oh, debut. Oh yes. Remember seeing him at NXT Milwaukee? That guy oh, fucking yeah. ruled. He's called uh rick
1: boogs now boogs yeah like b-o-o-g-z mm. oh put his shreds dude put a z on it what he do you mean sh- he played oh, guitar.
0: <laughs> he played nakamura's music out and then he was shredded wait is he with nakamura yeah oh i might like that i mean i like rick boogs i like Boog- Hagen. This guy awesome. <laughs> <He> was awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god so that was fun um but, I yeah, uh, what's his face retain, though? So then you just get oh. Alistair. And Again, Ricky, I, I started
0: watching it. Things came up. I got about an hour into it, and there it was. Yeah. Um, anything I don't know. else? That's
1: pretty much all I get.
0: We're going to go see wrestling this weekend and then watch Double or Nothing, right? Absolutely. That's going to be fun. Times to be had by all. Yeah. Um, ICW Milwaukee. Oh, also, go check out... Uh, Wicked FNW in Lake Geneva on
1: Sunday afternoon.
0: I feel like the Wisconsin independent wrestling scene is as good as it's been in Dude, it is forever. To pick up. Like every weekend, do you follow, there's a Facebook page like Wisconsin independent wrestling? Yeah. And they compile kind of like everything that's going on. And every weekend it's like, oh, there's five shows. or Yeah. And they're all relatively close. Like Friday night, our buddy Mike is is at a show in Waterloo, Wisconsin, which I looked it up, it's only like forty five minutes away. I was no shit. If I there's wasn't always... already going to a show on on Saturday, I'd probably go hit that up.
1: Yeah, there's like um, there's ones I've never even heard of. In- yeah, so we got to get back in the swing of
0: things. Get the old JWA going. Absolutely. Before we go, I do want to say uh, a shout out to Ray Avila too. He hit us up on Facebook and just said that hey, he was glad that he walked into us at our table at ACW ACW, and that our podcast, this podcast has made its way into his weekly rotation. Thanks, Ray. And uh, some other people have been hitting me up for uh, about it, too, that I will talk to you later about, Adam. All right. Anything else? No, watch wrestling, kids. Watch wrestling. Watch what you want. We're not going to tell you Thanks what to watch. Thanks to the vets. Happy Memorial Day. Absolutely. Good job. Uh-huh.
2: Give it here. Give it here. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the bundles, and bigger than breast implants. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the bundles, and bigger than breast implants. Yeah. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.